0: On today's episode of the Pinche Gringo podcast, Dan and I talk about what's been happening and what will be happening in Mexico City, and we have a great interview with country music star Mint Parker from Los Peseros. Pinche Gringo, Mexico is laughing thanks to you.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pinche Gringo podcast. What's going on, Julian?
0: Dan, things are good. How about you?
1: Doing great. Doing great. You know, it's a great time in the city because November, December, and actually by the end of October, everything just happens. It's like, oh, we got to get everything done before the end of the year. So, you know, we had a crazy day of the dead festivities. And then, of of course, Halloween. Um, I don't know if anybody saw Halloween. And it's funny that 10 years ago when I started uh, living here, Nobody celebrated it. It was non existent. I even bought candy and put it by my door because I thought like kids would knock on my apartment door to like trick or treating and no one. I ate the whole bag of candy by myself. Oh
0: man. But Good. now
1: it's happening, right? The last week, uh, on Halloween it was a Thursday night, right? right? And uh there was parties everywhere in there every were. corner.
0: I mean, even getting a coffee in the morning I saw Dracula on the street and was like, <laughs> I Hope it's Halloween.
1: <laughs> hope it's Halloween. <laughs> it's, otherwise, it's pretty amazing is- how
0: there's skeletons uh, everywhere, like bones and faces. It's interesting too when you see a, a beautiful girl with a with a, like a a face of a Katrina like painted as a skeleton, and you're wondering like, how does this person look underneath? You have no idea. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. was at
1: a, at the parties there were all these like you're like, oh man, I wonder what you would look like in real life. Yeah, I get it. It's, like scars, it's pretty amazing. But it's amazing that uh, you know, I always thought that it was different with Halloween and Day of the Dead because. Day of the Dead's real, yeah. Halloween's just goblins and monsters and witches, and it's just a fantasy world of like getting to dress up as something else. But Day of the Dead, you know, Grandpa's altar is there with pictures and food and things. Uh-huh. The first uh, Day of the Dead I ever celebrated, I thought it was they were just like providing pastries for us, and so I went on the altar and I grabbed the you know one of the the, the sorry grandpa's favorite bread or something yeah. like that and, and people weren't happy about that
0: ah uh, I'm sorry I mean it was gonna go it was just gonna spoil anyways yeah and it's interesting how I mean Day of the Dead's been a celebration in the Catholic religion in centuries and centuries how the hell did Halloween turn in like turn into what it was like all of a sudden you dress like Spider-Man <laughs> like on the same day you're supposed to remember dead people
1: I don't know we should have wikipedia'd it before we went on air today yeah Julian, so but, uh, we had a Halloween party at the Gringo. Yeah. And it was pretty intense.
0: It was. I mean, there was a zombie walking around and he had his guts everywhere. And, uh, we had some great oh, performances by Amy Winehouse and Marilyn Manson. And of course, of course, our wonderful host, uh, La Lore. La Lore, if you're listening, you did a great job dressed as Ursula. Ursula, that ra- was it. Like I awarding totally prizes. It,
1: well, yeah, it was it was a great event, great costumes, some really diverse things. Uh, I love Halloween.
0: Halloween's great. I I already miss it. It's been a week, but uh, I'll be back next year. Yeah, you think so? Maybe for Christmas I'll dress up as uh, something.
1: I don't know, with global warming. You never know if uh Halloween might get flooded.
0: Yeah. It's a good point. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. great.
1: And then uh over the weekend it was Radio Bosque, which I really admire the work that our friends from Archipelago have done to make it happen. It was a great music event out in the Bosque. And uh, there was a really cool uh, light exhibition by Coco Labs. Uh, shout out to them too. They're pretty awesome where they did this entire labyrinth uh, made out of lights. And, you know, of course the music was great. Shakes and Tonio have amazing taste uh, in things. What I like about the the this event is that they give you things that you may not normally listen to but they have great taste so they give it to you so you can be able to like it as well
0: yeah like if anyone's been in dan's car you'll know that like each time there's music playing it was influenced by one of the archipelago events i I tell them i tell them that all the time (laughs)
1: i mean i probably just like hbob and polo and pan over and over again those two yeah tropico three years ago (laughs) couldn't beat it and uh you're going to
0: tropico this year
1: yeah, I'm going to Tropico. You're going to Tropico.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll come. Yeah, you'll yeah. come. <laughs> <laughs> Tropicos a great, great.
1: Rob, you've been to Tropico, right? And Rob likes Tropico, and uh, <laughs> he knows thing, all the DJs, for, of course. <laughs> but 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 you know, Radio Bosque was was definitely a unique event, and um, I'm excited about uh, you know if they're going to do it again in the future. And uh, these guys, these guys have done a lot of great things
0: Sounds to like make Mexico
1: City. A, um, uh, an international city because they brought music in that nobody ever listened to before. Like 10 years ago, when I came in, I was hearing, you know, uh, celos by Fanny Lu Tengo celos. Like every time you go to a, a, a nightclub. And now we have techno and cumbia mm-hmm. and, and electrocumbia cumbia and, and other things that, that these guys have brought. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Like nothing against the big, the big festivals like Viva Latino or Corona Capital. Those are great festivals, but. You know, people just go there for the headline, headline DJs or the the bands, and I don't know. It's not really intimate, right? Yep. Peeing in a porta potty and big lines and fourteen year olds bumping you and not, stuff not like that. Not a good thing.
1: Not a good thing. But uh, I definitely, uh, definitely commend them for that. So, uh, looking forward to Tropico, and hopefully, I mean, let's let's get Tonio or Shakes or both of them on the show. Yeah, I think yeah. we got to ask them, right, Rob? You work on that?
0: They must be listening. I they mean, must. Of who course isn't they, they are. Who listening they, to this they, show?
1: Tony and Jake's would listen right when it comes out. Yeah. right. <laughs> One of the 17 listeners uh, that we have that make Thanks, it through. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so anyway, I'm not covering any impeachment stuff this week. I'm tired of it. But it's just been going on and on and on and getting more serious. And uh, we haven't covered this, but the House voted to move forward with the proceedings last week. And there's been some interesting stuff going on. But let's go on some lighter. That's well, not a lighter news because it's kind of sad. I don't know if you heard about this Julian, but uh now they have these gender reveal parties. Rob, have you ever heard of that before where uh now in the fourth month when you find out if it's a girl or a boy, uh instead of them just like sending uh, information or just saying, "Hey guys, it's going to be a girl." They bring people to the house and they have a gender reveal party. Yeah. Yeah. And what they do is either they hide a cake, and then the they'll give they'll put the 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 gender into an envelope. They'll pass the envelope to a cake decorator or a party planner or whatever, and then they do something where they decorate the cake in either blue or pink. Aww. And then with all the family so and friends around, they open up the cake and it's like, oh, it's gonna be a boy, and Aww, like, everybody man. celebrates and
0: cheers. What a, what a sensation!
1: And. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make too much commentary on it, but I think it maybe it's a little overkill and, uh, never liked to be invited to those party. Call me a Grinch. But there was a problem where they decided to put together, uh, some kind of explosion where, uh, they built something that supposedly coming out of it would have been like pink or blue. Uh, but they made a pipe bomb by accident instead. So when they went to reveal the gender, the thing exploded and somebody died.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, you don't <laughs> go to parties to die. <laughs> so uh, I just think it's like
1: my proof that gender reveal parties are way over the top.
0: Yeah, I mean, also too, it's like who who are the parents to decide determine the gender of their child? You know, I mean, there's a sex, right, boy or girl, but to then call it a gender reveal party, it should be a sex reveal party. I don't
1: know what. It, it, I, maybe that'll give the wrong message, Julian. You might so, show up in like a leather vest or something. You know? <laughs> like <a laughs> it's like not so mustache. good. I don't know. I just, I just don't think those things are, uh, you know, you gotta be careful. Like the things that happen, it's so funny when people die for like stupid things like gender reveal party. Or did you hear the story of the Indian family that uh, were trying to take a selfie? I don't even know what happened, but they like fell, fell off and a dam. Yeah. they fell off a dam while they were trying to, do selfies?
0: And, uh, yeah, apparently there are more selfie deaths each year than there are by sharks. By a lot, crazy. yeah. So careful, people, when you're taking selfies Ugh. or swimming in the ocean, taking a selfie.
1: It's pretty crazy. <laughs> oh man, I I just had a aha moment about understanding uh, the words in a country music song as historical, like learning about the history of the heartland of the u.s because everything like on tv is about new york and la and and our big cities but people don't really know about you know some of these small towns and small town living and and mint really brought me into this understanding of yeah pretty cool right do you like country music
0: i'm okay with it i i'm kind of indifferent really if it's on it's cool but i'm not really like a i'm gonna go seek it out too much
1: Right, but yeah. wasn't it in another life you were a country music like listener and living um, in uh
0: a- No, I was more of a metal guy. Actually. Metal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right, Julian, a lot of things happening, as I said, oh, man. at the beginning of the show, going up. Yeah, a lot I of things mean- this weekend, next weekend. Run it down.
0: All right. Tonight, Friday, November 8th, we got The Last Pope. If you have not heard these guys they're a fucking awesome band. What gonna,
1: what's their music?
0: Um they kind of play like Depeche Mode style a bit, new wave kind of music. Um and yeah, they're they're really really crisp sounds. So that's going on here today tonight at the bar. Tomorrow we got our every Saturday we have yoga and beer. So that starts at noon, uh if you're a yoga enthusiast and you like drinking a little bit of a light beer come on down for that.
1: All right. So can you explain this quickly? Because I haven't been to one yet. I've been meaning to, but I have my own yoga on Saturday. So I haven't been there. Oh, yeah? But what, what is yoga? Like, how does the beer work with the yoga? Are you like balancing with it? Or they just drink it afterwards? What's up?
0: Generally, you have one during the session at different times. And yeah, you can incorporate it into some of the movements, some sips here and there. Usually the first half of the session, there's no beer. You kind of get work up a bit of a sweat. And then the second beer you have, uh, when you're done the session, chill out with the people that are there and get along. We'll have the, the Michelob squad. They'll be around. The
1: Michelob squad. Where yeah. Is the Michelob squad.
0: You don't know who the Michelob squad are. I don't know who the Michelob squad. Are. Oh man. They're a squad. Uh, <laughs> just like some fit dudes and girls that drink Michelob basically and wear a <laughs> shirt. Um, hot. and yeah, there's, it's going to be hot. They're never yeah. found alone. So yeah, it's a, it's a really fun event. Um, and you get a good sweat and, Start the weekend on the right foot. And then, of course, we have our NFL Sunday brunch on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Big week coming up of football. So if you want to watch it, come on down. And this coming Wednesday, we have another drag queen bingo with the one and only Gloria Estefan. One,
1: two, three, four. I just, I I like Gloria Yeah, maybe I'm not going to be the drag queen. (laughs) but I like Gloria Estefan. She's from the Miami Sound Machine, right?
0: She was, I think, yeah.
1: Yeah, great. And then and then we have to talk about this now. It's, it's coming up uh, the next week, but we're going to be very involved in the NFL coming down here to Mexico. As you know, um, the NFL has been here for a couple of years, except for last year when the grass wasn't too green mm. on the other side of the border. But hopefully they won't have any of those mess-ups. And the Chargers, uh, the L.A. Chargers, who used to be the San Diego Chargers, but they moved to L.A. last year, are coming... Uh, down to be the home team they're taking one of their home games away and they are playing your favorite team
0: the kansas city chiefs but don't tell the chargers organization yeah yeah i told them already uh, i sent them pictures of you too.
1: uh in kansas city so they know you're the enemy already julian it's okay I'll but the work cool with thing them. is that the chargers are going to be taking over the entire building a pinch of Pinchy gringo barbecue for four days yeah From Thursday through Sunday, and every night there's going to be a fun-filled, awesome activity where there's going to be raffling of tickets to the game.
0: Yeah, actually, this coming on Sunday at the brunch, we'll be raffling off two tickets, so... Perfect, so there's going to be a lot of raffling tickets.
1: If you haven't gotten a ticket yet, uh, it's sold out, and you're going to be paying thousands of pesos, but if you come to Pinchy Gringo, and you buy some good brisket, then you can win those tickets. There's going to be cheerleaders, ex-players... There's going to be uh, the marching band will be here. Yeah. Some kind of like dance team that they Break dancers, have. Break yeah. dancers. Uh, there's going to be like the Bolt a, a, crew or a lot of things happening here. A uh, big pep rally on Sunday. My favorite band is performing uh, on Sunday, which I love. And if anybody's been to our Super Bowl or some other parties in the past. Um,
0: it's actually they officially are going with the name Black Mondays. Black
1: Mondays. No yeah. more Miro.
0: Miro is is thing of the past I believe. Roberto, do you have any, any-
1: Yeah, but but I, they're not called Miro though. anymore. Can 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 the listeners hear Roberto in the background or just like <laughs> yeah, so on the show. So the, the, their cover band is called Black Mondays, but their real band Right. The other thing is called Miro. Cool. A, a sailor the guy with the sailor tattoo on his head is pretty awesome so come out for mural it's sunday night but it's puente and uh don't go away from the city that weekend because corona capital is going on yeah. you have the the football game there's like so football. much going on huh. it's not a good time to leave for puente in in revolution uh weekend. celebrate read the revolution here in mexico city chargers uh and all of the events how much they cost julian
0: um, to get in, yes, I believe it's uh, zero pesos. Zero pesos. Yes.
1: Oh, too expensive.
0: Yeah, I know people always. So, yeah, we're gonna about get some, some like it. Google
1: review, like muy caro. It's yeah. <laughs> muy caro. Like, shut up.
0: It's Food free. was good. Service was impress- impressive. Super expensive. Yeah, free. exactly. Yeah.
1: So come out for the Chargers uh, that weekend if you are uh, looking to hook up with a gringo. For some reason, when gringos come down to Mexico, they don't understand the limit of their beer intake. So, yeah, and it's and not Midwest,
0: think, uh, big white guys. It's going to be a diverse crowd from LA, LA right? That's right. Yeah. 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 Wants a lot, to lot of make Mexicans big who live in
1: Hollywood. LA. There's a, a very big, diverse crowd. So, check that out, uh, the Thursday, uh, through Sunday. Yeah. Next week, um, to see the Chargers and then hopefully uh, you can win some tickets for the game that will be raffling off i think we yeah. have we have uh, we have 8 tickets in total uh that we're going to be giving out all weekend a special chargers drink uh special food food deals and uh great band great music a big party where you can meet people coming in from the us and a lot of people last year the the chiefs fans came these guys would have never Traveled to Mexico in a million years. Never left the States. Never Kansas. left the States. Never Remember left the 30. state There's of Missouri.
0: Two states. That's all they've been. Yeah.
1: All right. So our, we have our special guest today. And uh, she's a very special guest because she's been playing at Pinchy Gringo for, I think, uh, a pretty long time. The, years like and years. Of bands, and uh, what we love about uh, our guest that's coming up is that she's playing music that doesn't really exist in Mexico, but she's making it exist and, and bringing new genres uh, to make, I guess, what Pinche Gringo wants to do is to is to create an environment and bring new ideas and music uh, to this growing international city. Uh, so we welcome on the show Mint Parker. How are you doing today, Mint?
2: Hi. Very good. Thank you.
1: Thanks for joining us.
2: <laughs> Thank you for the yeah, invitation.
1: Of course. It's been a while. I mean, you started playing at Pinche Gringo when... Uh pinch gringo is not a thing yet. It was just like a, like a little thing for for fresas. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Num- number twenty three on the list of things fresas say <laughs> is Vamos a Pinchy Gringo hasta Navarte? <laughs> and then you were there playing with uh, with the peseros right like no yes. stage four years ago maybe. <laughs> no microphones <laughs> no nothing no food no, just you I'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so tell us about um, your so you are a, a I guess your genre that you do best is what would you call the genre that you love the most
2: well I don't know I, I like every kind every type of music uh, as long as it's old I think and uh I, now I'm, I'm at Pinche Gringo. I'm playing country music, which is something I never thought I was going to be playing right now. Uh, but I used to play also rockabilly, and I'm interested in 60s pop music and everything that sounds a little bit old. I go for it.
1: Right now, that's Mexico is close to the U.S. and we have so much American influence. But you're not Mexican. You're from Uruguay.
2: <laughs> exactly right?
1: and, and so it's so far away from, you know, the the type of American music How did you get involved and start liking that music? Was it in Uruguay? Was it here in Mexico? Tell us about that
2: Well, the, the first memory I have is like I used to listen to country music when I was a kid I don't know why Maybe it was a radio station or something uh, But then I stopped listening to it for some reason And then I moved here to Mexico eight years ago and I saw this band, Los Peceros, which now is my band, but at that time I wasn't part of it. And, and they were, they were playing country music, hillbilly and very old songs. And I really liked it. The first time I, I came to Pinchy Gringo was because of these friends that, that were playing here. So then, the singer decided to leave and now he's living in Austin and, and I was Classic. supposed to be a substitute for him, but he never came back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I took the job and I started playing and I started listening to this music and I, I, now I love it. And, right. and it's funny because a lot of people, uh, of course I have a huge accent when I speak, but when I sing, they, they always ask me, "Are you from Texas?" It's like, "No, I'm from Uruguay."
1: <laughs> same <And> thing, right? <laughs> Texas and Uruguay are just like the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's right, right, like a little bit of like Western, like you know, outside steaks. of Argentina. Lots of, lot of steak. <laughs> <all of> Cowboys, <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Yeah, we have gauchos.
3: <laughs> we have yeah. gauchos, exactly.
1: Now, now, Min, let me ask you: uh, uh, How much do you know about Norteño music and corridos? Because one of the things that I love about Mexican culture uh, is that it, there's so many similarities to American culture but in a different language and a different format and one of those things is that I mean agree or disagree with me but there's so many similarities between norteño and and, uh, and country music do you do you agree how do you feel about that and what do you think some of the differences are
2: Yeah they they probably there are probably a lot of similarities we are very close to to the U.S.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I don't know. I don't like Norteño music or corridos, but I like country music. I think the hat is uh, very similar. Right. But...
1: seems like the subjects, right? <laughs> but I think I like the subjects. It's a very, very simple music about simple life things. Uh, yeah,
2: well, Mexicans are more, the, the lyrics are more about love and about narcos and the uh, on the other side, I think the the old country music from the U.S. is more about lifestyle and about murder and prison and drugs.
0: And <laughs> some similarities. And,
2: yeah, some similarities are are there, of course. Uh, but I don't know. I prefer. It's more. I prefer the the lyrics and. In the American side, because it's more like you can get the, the lifestyle of the, of the countryman and the woman. You can, you can hear the, the whole history there. Uh, the, the songs that used to sing, uh, girls are always about the house life and, and that they were all, all day long in the house cooking and, Doing whatever, and the the boys uh, talk about other things because they had to work at at the farm and things like that. And then the, after the World War II, the the lyrics changed, and now the women talk about other things. And and I I don't know you, if you, I think history is all it's it's not only in the books, it's also in the songs, and I I, I like that. Mm. But I don't know, Norteño music, I think sometimes for me is like, I don't know, too, too much love. Mm-hmm. Amazing too much perspective love of kill you. Of a foreigner
1: <laughs> looking at country music as being a historical, uh, synopsis of American life. I, I've never thought about that before. It's a real interesting thing. Now, Mint, you, um, this is very exciting because you're going, you're contributing the debut song to the Pinche playlist. This is a playlist that we will be having and adding to each week or each month or whatever with uh, new songs that we love that are played here and are played by the people that um, are here. And uh, this is a song that, uh, tell us a little bit about the song that uh, you, you uh, Roberto, uh, our big friend Roberto, that, that produced for you, right? And uh, yeah. so, so tell, tell us more about the song.
2: Well this song is a cover song it's uh from a uh, singer that we really like that it's called Merle Haggard he's very he was very very famous and this song has a very good story behind it because Merle Haggard was in prison for 20 years um since he was very young and he was a, a very bad man <laughs> as you you could say that and then he saw he saw Johnny Cash's uh, most famous concert uh, when he played at Folsom Prison, and he got really inspired by it. And he started playing the guitar and writing songs, and when he got out of jail, he became a singer and a very successful one. And this song talks about, more or less about that, it, it, it's called Mama Tried, and it it's it, it's, it tells the story that, Okay. My mom tried to do the best for me, but she was alone, single mother. And I, I was, I, I couldn't, you know, I, I, I end up in jail. Uh, my mother doesn't, is, doesn't have the fault for it, you know. So it right. talks about that. So it's, I like the story and we really enjoy playing it. We've been playing it for a long time and it's, we always want to play it. It's a very good song.
1: So let's cue it up. Roberto, please cue up Mama Tried by Lynn Parker. kind of patio location in my hand in the country <laughs> uh, really beautiful
0: hey uh yes it was, it was nice to listen to the song and it also has me me curious since as we've talked about that there maybe it isn't a very popular genre of music here in mexico city is country music um can you tell me something about your your fans or the audiences you play for
2: <laughs> yeah well with this uh a specific band the Los Peceros and country music the biggest fans I think are children yeah. they love us they love the double bass also uh, <laughs> but I don't know children it's magical for them it's weird and then yeah we are probably one of the three bands that exist here in Mexico City that plays uh, play country music I think all of all of these bands Play at Vinci Gringo at one point, okay. <laughs> uh, but it's it's it uh, that generated a good community. So we are all friends and we share music and records
1: and stuff like that. Oh, that's neat. So Mint, where uh, tell us your favorite country music song of all time.
2: Well, I think it's Mama Tried. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, give us another one.
2: <laughs> another one. Well, I like one that is called uh, Fist City. It's uh, uh, Loretta Lynn's song, and I like the lyrics because she says she sings to another woman and she kind of tell her, "Okay, if you mess with my man, you're going to meet my fist." Ah,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: love that. So you, you can find uh, mint uh, on the weekends at both Pinchy Ringo locations at the patio. And the warehouse? Not do, you, that, do you have a Not, at, exact,
2: not at the exact time.
1: Exact. Well, I <laughs> know it's the only, only one person. If you can like <laughs> multiply, yes, yeah, yeah. split you in half with our knife. Do you, do you have a preference of where you like playing better, like the patio or the warehouse?
2: I think I like the patio because people is closer. Yeah. And you can be a little bit louder, uh, but both locations are are great. Here at where at the warehouse, uh, there's good coffee. Good
0: coffee. Everybody has
1: their preference. (laughs) That's what I love about it. You know, everybody decides if they like patio or warehouse better. Coffee usually does it. (laughs) But you can get some barbecue, some brisket, you know, with family in the afternoon and listen to the delightful music of Los Peseros. Mint, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. And, uh, tune in and and come to the, come have a beer with us. Sit down on a Saturday afternoon and, and listen to this beautiful band make beautiful country music right here in the heart of Mexico City, thank you.